Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi everybody. This is the Cricket Badger Radio Show Podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. In fact, the name badger probably comes from the French word beche, meaning digger. It's that badger style. Hi everybody, welcome to the Cricket Badger Radio Show podcast. I'm James Butler and I'm going to be taking you through this edition. And it's a Lancashire special. It was the Lancashire Press Day earlier on in the week. And I spoke to a number of the players from the Red Rose County about their hopes for the season ahead. Richard Gleeson, the paceman. Graham Onions, stalwart of the county scene. Stephen Croft, former captain. And Keaton Jennings, top order batsman. And of course, England player. All talk to me on this edition about their hopes for the season ahead and a few other things besides. Well worth listening to the interviews. Good value amongst them all. And we intersperse the lanky chat, well, with some more lanky chat. Simon Peel joins me as well. He keeps a, a top 24, which is now 25, an MVP kind of thing where everybody's rated for their performances. And at the moment, in his charts, Glenn Maxwell is miles ahead of the nearest competition. He's had a fantastic start to 2019. And of course, he will be at Old Trafford playing for Lancashire this season. So stay tuned, Lanky fans and everybody else who enjoys cricket. There's plenty to discuss on the Cricket Budget Radio Show podcast this week. It's that Badger style. We start off then with Richard Gleeson, and you'll hear me refer to an interview I did with him in Barbados a year ago where I was pretty shocking, to be fair. It was the only time I think I've ever interviewed anybody. I had to stop halfway through because I'd completely lost my train of thought. Far too many run punches, too much enjoyment on that trip to Barbados. And Richard Gleeson, who was probably about the last person I spoke to on that trip, I ran out of batteries, to be honest. And I wanted to speak to Richard at Old Trafford this week to set that to right, but also because he's got a fantastic story to tell. Came into cricket late well let's hear from him Richard Gleeson So that's here at Old Trafford. We're looking at the... Well, it's been raining, but it's actually fined up now. But with Richard Gleeson, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm well. Uh, I've had a good winter behind me, so looking forward to uh, hopefully a good season. You are just saying that maybe a slight niggle, but fighting fit and raring to go, mainly? Mainly, yeah. Hopefully it'll just be uh, be a week or two for things to settle down and I'm still able to do quite a lot of uh, the bits and pieces that I need to to make sure I'm ready to go straight away. Last time I interviewed you, I'd had far too many run punches. We've been in Barbados. You'd played very well. Um, I hadn't, and uh, my interview with you was appalling so I've, be, I've basically waited a year to try and get a proper interview with you I was uh, re- on the tram this morning I was reading up about you and what fascinates me about your career is how you came into cricket so late you know most of the kids that are around here in your squads 18 19 raring to go at that that stage you weren't in the professional setup were you no uh, 27 I think I was when uh, when I got picked up by North Ants uh, I did think it was probably my, my chance had gone um, but yeah it's, it's, it's good to be around 
on the young lads that, that are in the positions that they are uh, and just try and give a little bit of experience and, and let them know it's not the be all and end all if things don't go right right now but it's a great position to be in if, if they're in the system already. Because you were working here as a development uh, officer, were you? Uh, yeah, about two floors above us in the, <laughs> the, the, uh, was my head office. Yeah, I was working in schools and coaching Chance to Shine, uh, Quick Cricket and, and uh, working with some clubs on their junior development. So that's quite surreal, isn't it? You've, you're here in a completely different capacity, then you, you're back here as a player. That, that must feel, Does that feel strange? It is a little bit. Uh, I see people that I used to work with and wandering <laughs> around and just chatting to them like normal. But it's, it's great. That was always the dream as a kid, is, is to be playing out there and, and being involved at, at Lancashire. I was lucky enough to get, get that with coaching, but now to be going out as a player is uh, something I'm really looking forward to. Which role's harder work? Oh, def- definitely a coach. Going, <laughs> going into a school on a, on a cold winter's day uh, when you get thrown outside because the sports hall's being used for, for whatever and you've got 30 kids that, <laughs> that are freezing. I think that's definitely the tougher challenge. What, what was it that was the catalyst, though, for you getting into the professional game? Obviously, Northlands gave you the opportunity, but you're obviously a decent player. You were playing for Cumberland in the minor counties, and so obviously you could bowl. But what was it that suddenly, at that stage in your life, got you a professional deal? I think um, when I first played minor counties, I, I first experienced the Dukes ball, and that uh, I struggled with it to start with. I couldn't control it. It was swinging, like, used the readers in the past, and that was always a seaming ball. So that was a big one for me. I had a little bit of a remodel of my action that I did myself. Uh, got a couple of balls from the, uh, from the coach at Cumberland and just spent a, a good winter just just remoulding my action really I think then you the longer you're playing the, the better you get at c- controlling that uh, and I think it took me a little while a couple of seasons and uh, eventually I started doing well in the minor counties and, and just went from there really So you take a wicket and that alerted Northampton to your existence did it? Uh, yeah so I was playing against James Middlebrook uh, and he he said, oh, I think you've got something. Uh, they've just signed Ben Sanderson, and so that they're in need of players. I'll put you in touch with the coach. Uh, I went played a couple of second-team games, did really well, and then uh, they threw me in against Australia in a in a first-class game, so straight in at the deep end uh, in a tour match. And I did well for the, a couple of games in the season, and they signed me on a pay-as-you-play basis, did well again. So one minute you're playing minor counties, the next minute you're up against the Aussies? Yeah, bit of, bit of a difference, uh, facing some, some medium swing bowlers on... Uh, <laughs> in minor counties, then Pat Cummins is, is charging in. <laughs> my first, yeah, a little bit different, and he was trying to. He was, that was when he was just trying to break into the squad, so he, he was ramping it up rather rather quick. For a lot of people, as you say, I mean the youngsters in this squad now. For them, kind of waking up in the morning and coming into Old Trafford will feel like life or death, won't it? You know, success is it has to happen, and it has to happen overnight. But you can give that a different perspective, can't you? Yeah, I think it is that way in in, in county cricket or in in any in any cricket is you you competing and. It's a, a big squad here. There's a lot of young lads, so that's it's good for the future. But people develop at different stages, so if, if something's not going quite right now, they're in the right place, they've got the coaches around, they can work on what they need to work on and, and learn and experience. And whether it be that some of them do go off and play minor counties to, to experience in that, to get a bit more cricket under the belt, I'd definitely advise them that that, that is a, a good option. What were you doing to earn money when you were playing minor counties cricket? Uh, I was a coach for Lancashire, right. and that was I was still doing the okay. same thing. They were they were really good I got flexibility to go off and do the uh, three day stuff so I'd, I'd maybe miss a, a Monday and a Tuesday every now and then so long as I had everything in, in place and my programmes were good then uh, they were pretty flexible How has the uh, the move to Lancashire gone? I mean it's obviously coming home to a degree isn't it but you must miss North Hans as well? Yeah it's a great setup down there great group of lads uh, great setup, uh, and they gave me an opportunity to, to get into the first class game so I'll ever be forever in their debt uh, but it is great to be to be at Lancashire like you say almost like a coming home kind of thing and being home every night with family and and I've just had a, a little boy uh, so it's oh, congratulations so it, I think my uh, my missus is quite thankful of, uh, of having the, the pair of hands but have you started coaching him yet? Uh, he's, he's good at throwing he's very good he can, he can throw his dummy and he can throw he's got these sensory balls that he throws about so he's uh, hopefully, hopefully a budding cricketer in the future as well. good lungs for an appeal oh yeah he's, he throws his arms back he knows how to uh, to get what he wants what, what impressed me about you I was first time I'd seen you when um, I saw you out in, in Barbados last year and you bowl at a serious rate of knots and you're accurate as well which is you know the combination of those two things is pretty decent isn't it? Uh, yeah it's something that <laughs> obviously I think drew the eye of, uh, of Chappie mm. and got him to, to bring me to Lancs I had a quick spell in a T20 against, against Lancs 
a couple of years ago and I think it, it does catch the eye if someone bowls quick and like I say if you can, can, can be accurate with it as well it's, uh, it's a difficult combination but it's always dangerous and threatening if you can do both Obviously this season we start off with kind of front-loaded with championship games really don't we because of the World Cup and the Ashes and things to come later on in the season are you looking forward to getting cracking there? Yeah I think we have one game of Champo cricket and then straight into the one day as, yeah. which I've missed I've missed the one day competition for the last two seasons so I'm looking forward to getting my teeth stuck into it because I've, I've done well in that in the past right. and it's, it's a tough it's a tough competition uh, it's hard work on the, on the body for the bowlers 10 overs and then a day off and then another 10 overs but I, I think I think for me the, the T20 is the most exciting but I, I love my uh, my four day cricket I'll be, I'll be looking forward to trying to take some wickets in that You were part of the, the North Hans team that lifted the T20 weren't you but you missed finals day that year didn't you is that something that kind of unfinished business there you want to go there and experience that uh, definitely 100% um, it was a great day to be part of even on the sidelines uh, thinking we were down and out in both games but yeah to, to play in, in a, a big occasion like that even a Rosie's game watching them on TV 20,000 25,000 be a great experience to play in, in something like that the big occasion is what is what you want to play finally the you want to go and get your lunch you had the kind of move from coaching into professional cricket that's a step up and a challenge then coming from Northampton to Lancashire is that something you have to kind of get over mentally that you have to kind of prove yourself all over again uh, yeah and I've, I've still got to do that here um, but I think it stands me in good stead what I've done in the past like I said I've I bowled a quick spell against a few of these boys so they know what I can do I've been around them on uh, Lions tours and North South stuff and just the two games at the end of last season just being around around the lads and, and the good wins that I've had it, it just makes things that a little bit easier coming into the new season I've managed to get through an interview without stopping wish you all the best for the summer ahead and uh, good to see you again thank you very much and well done <laughs> <laughs> it's that Badger style Are you looking to get your business in front of the cricket world? Join forces with the fastest growing cricket podcast on the web, the Cricket Badger Radio Show Podcast, brought to you in association with your business. Take an advert on the pod or become the headline sponsor. Contact us, cricketbadger at hotmail.com for some very reasonable prices. And joining the fun as the Cricket Badger Radio Show Podcast continues to go from strength to strength. Thank you very much to Richard for sparing me the time at the press day to have a chat. And now to Graham Onions, fantastic bowler for Durham and now Lancashire. We talk about his love of the red ball and how he's got a few seasons left in him. Graham Onions, nice to see you. Pre-season 2019, how are you looking forward to the summer ahead? Um, yeah, another another winter gone, uh, another season to look forward to really. Um, same as every year, still get the exciting feeling of what lies ahead type of thing and, and you know taking wickets and, and trying to win games really. So yeah, looking forward to the, the next six months. What are you trying to tell me? You're not bored of it yet? <laughs> Maybe slightly bored of media days, but uh, <laughs> not, not so much the competing and the playing. No, I'm, I'm still very much enjoying you know what I do and, and or certainly what I'm trying to do. Um, and as I said, you know, like obviously my, my goal is to obviously help the youngsters, but most of all is to try and take wickets and, and win games. Now I still want to be part of a team. It's what, what I've done for many years now, and I still want to keep keep that going. And I was talking to Richard Gleeson just a few minutes ago, and he was uh, obviously came to the game late, 28, 29. By the time he got into the Northampton setup, they say in T20 cricket you have a bit longer than you think. In, in career terms, you do as well, don't you? And maybe one of the lessons you can give some of the youngsters is that you don't need to get overnight success to be a, a cricketer. Yeah. I, 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 I think I class myself as, as a relatively late developer as well, really, because uh, I didn't start till I, I wasn't part of the young academies at Durham, and I was kind of on the fringes, but I didn't really play. I just played for the fun of it. So obviously, when I signed my first contract, I was a little bit older. So, I, but then also, obviously, with injuries that I've had, has, has maybe prolonged me, me career slightly. But yeah, I mean, it's it just you want to try and <laughs> look. You play as long as you possibly can. You get to my age, and if you if you still feel as though you can do it, then you keep on going. Because I mean, retirement's a funny one because people keep saying, "Oh, how, how are you doing? How's your body holding up?" and stuff like that. And you, everyone keeps saying that you're a long time retired, and and um, not gonna lie, it, it's maybe crossed my mind a few times. But it, but I'm, I'm as I said, I'm still enjoying it. I still feel as though my body's in pretty good nick. I just I want to keep on going, keep on competing. I was saying to you just before we uh, we went live that I was talking to Chris Rushworth on the uh, podcast about three four weeks ago, mm. and he was uh, excited about his testimonial year and looking ahead to the uh, the season. One of his lines was that he, he misses his old uh, sparring <laughs> partner. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, quite a formidable partnership, really. Me and me and Rushy. Uh, 
Uh, you, you, you broke records, didn't you? Some years you, you took there's plenty of wickets between you. Yeah, yeah, and I mean a fine bowler, a, a, a really good, good, solid performer. Plays all forms, deserves a lot of credit for what he's for what he's done. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean my situation is a fun. It was a funny one really because obviously I didn't want to leave, but my hand was kind of dealt. Obviously uh, both of them, he made the call really of, of not want to kind of keep me um, and give me that contract and stuff. And and that that was obviously when I, I suppose very luckily came along and, and, and I'm obviously wearing the red rose and part of an amazing county very very proud very privileged to, to, to wear the red rose and what it, what it stands for really but yeah I mean look my family are at home and I'm not going to lie like obviously I miss them and I try and get back home as much as I possibly can but as I said look you, you, you're a long time retired and my family and me and my wife appreciate that I want to try and do this for as long as I can and as far as work terms goes it's actually quite a young career you know you've still got a lot of work to do after that so uh, it's very much at this moment in time I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy where I am I'm only happy to see you running in and bowling but are you looking at what you're going to do when that, when that actually does finally finish maybe in 10 years time <laughs> 10 years time maybe he's pushing it a little bit maybe it's a couple, maybe it's a couple of years but um, um, yeah I mean I think probably every day really and actually with, with the injuries that I've had in you know, 2010 and then obviously surgery again in 2000 or whatever it was seems like a long time ago now obviously I, I didn't think I was going to play again so that, that crossed my mind straight away even at obviously going back uh, yeah, 2010 so naturally from then you obviously do your coaching badge and you try and put things in place and I think when I, when I, when I joined Langs one of the, the, the long term future really was to try and almost be a coach try and learn about myself as a coach and try and develop because obviously you can play as long as you as long as long you, you you can but you, you try and develop as a coach and I'm, I'm still very young I suppose as a coach um, but this winter has been fantastic um, I've enjoyed I've worked with all age groups here at Langs um, Glenn's been great he's, he's very much um, let me c- come along and do as much as I want or as little as I wanted type of thing and, and I've enjoyed it really so I mean the future for me is is to, to obviously try and stay in the game whether or not that, that's here um, that hasn't been discussed or whether or not that you know maybe that's potentially back at home but we'll wait and see but uh, as I said I mean at this moment in time I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a good place I'm happy I'm fit and I'm strong and I'm obviously a little a little bit of um, thinking about the future but I'm, I'm enjoying performing When you come to press days like this from my point of view I was at Yorkshire's last week at yours today you see some of the squad and you think A, he looks young and B, I've never seen him before because the turnover in teams is quite quick isn't it so it's, it's some effort to put in the years that the likes of you have well yeah I mean this is the thing isn't it I mean you look at the, the solid I suppose county pros that are gone around at the moment I mean there, are, there obviously are a few at every single county now but the, the I suppose the longevity if that's the right word is of, of people consistently wanting to perform especially with Red Bull now is yeah. is um, is a skill and and the challenge that from a, from a coach's point of view is to try and get these young lads to try and play and have long careers like 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 myself and I suppose like I mean uh, Trescothic and Hildreth and all these solid performers some of the best best county cricketers that have been going I mean like Glenn Chapel who have played for long periods of time and he's trying to produce cricketers like that when there's so much white ball kind of cricket coming into the game and, and that's the challenge um, but yeah I mean I, I'm, I, I pride myself on, on my red ball performances really to be honest I mean that's how I grew up it's the, it, for me although there's there's obviously a lot more money coming into the game with, with white ball there's, there's red ball's priority um, always always has and it always will be um, that might change for some of the young lads coming through they might from hitting a, a line of length they, 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 they try and practice ball in Yorker straight away and that's that's the way the game's going I don't know if you agree with me but I was I always think of a test match for a four day Championship <laughs> match has been the feature film, whereas the T20 is more like your, your TV advert or something like that. You, you remember a really good feature film a lot longer than you remember maybe an advert for PG Tips or something. <laughs> that wasn't product placement, by the way. So for me, being a purist, the longer form is, is where it's at still. Yeah, I mean, I think if, if you speak to a lot of the guys who are potentially 30 and over, they'll probably say, or even now, like, you know, the pinnacles play Test match cricket. So for me, that's first class cricket. That's going to be next in line. Obviously, they made that that, that decision bit slightly tougher because people are basically given given up the four day game to, to obviously make money which you know that, that's their call that's their decision I suppose people like myself can't really judge them for that but as far as I'm concerned the, the winning, the, winning the county championship 
like Surrey did last year is, is the number one pri- priority I mean I've, I've been lucky enough I've done it a few times and I've won a one day trophy I mean winning a trophy is, is fantastic but winning a, a county championship is, is the um, absolute pinnacle for me It's the true test of stamina isn't it? Yeah and, and that's why people say it's you know test match cricket I mean obviously I understand that people are trying to make test match cricket a bit more fun for youngsters to come and watch it's a long long day but it's test match cricket for a reason you know you, you, you're challenged over five days or county championship over four days and, and ultimately over the, the, the whole length of the season is you know you play a lot of cricket for a bowler about 500 overs and stick in um, travel and all that stuff you you have a good season it's, it's, you should be very proud of what you've what you kind of done really and for the uh, guys with the Red Rose on this summer it's promotion isn't it from the championship second division back into the top tier yeah yeah, uh, yeah I mean it's funny I've been, I've been doing this a while now we had these interviews and you always say like you want to you want to win everything I don't think I don't think you necessarily as a player prioritise anything in, in a way you don't go right I just want to I just want to win a T20 or I just want to win whatever I think you naturally you've got to compete you've got to you set your stall out to win everything but of course, from if you're asking me, is I would love to get promoted. Um, I think last year was obviously I've got a memory like a surfer. I'm not sure if we we were was at one point or, or 2018, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and you know we. We, we were better than what obviously being relegated we're a better team than that so it was, it was it was just it was disappointing the way it is and I it think was a slow overrate point really that cost you in the end wasn't it yeah and it was here against Yorkshire it was an, uh, yeah, a shocker um, so obviously having in, in my mind getting us back in the first division uh, is, is is number one goal good luck with that enjoy the summer thanks very much appreciate it thank you it's that Badger style Discover one of the most beautiful lifestyle resorts in the Caribbean at the Accra Beach Hotel and Spa. Located on the south coast of Barbados, this beachfront property offers 224 rooms, sparkling pools, four restaurants, three bars, an on-site spa, event and conferencing facilities, and a welcoming team providing unparalleled relaxation to make your stay a memorable one. What are you waiting for? Book your reservation at this award-winning hotel today and experience the Caribbean dream. Thank you to Bunny Onions for that chat. Now to Simon Peel. If you want to read more about Simon's Cricket's Top 24, or stick that in to Google Cricket's Top 24 Simon Peel, and you'll be able to read all of his blogging and all of his cricket views on there. But for now, let's have a chat about the big show. Now, a pleasure to welcome back to the Cricket Budget Radio Show podcast, Simon Peel, who was on the Fans Forum partway through last summer. But he does an excellent blog, part of which is the Top 24, where he does an MVP kind of styly comparison of various cricketers around the world. And good news for Lancashire fans, Glenn Maxwell currently riding high at the top of that chart. Simon, how are you? I'm not too bad at all. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. And the big show doing big things. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been the most consistent player throughout. 2019 from the almost from the very first week he hit the ground running he's um, played Sheffield Shield stuff in the longest form of the game he then went on to to represent um, Melbourne in the T in the BBL for the T20 cricket he um, as uh, took them all the way to the final failed to produce the goods in the final despite doing very very well in the in the semis and the quarterfinals as I said played in the Sheffield Shield who and Victoria have recently just just won that due to the the support that he gave certainly earlier on in the season and then he joined up with Australia for the for the one day tours of India and um, and Pakistan which he's been instrumental in so it's it's it bodes very well for for Lancashire that he's going from format to format to format in very difficult and challenging circumstances and and dominating them all considerably so Lancashire basically are getting a player who is careering ahead in every single aspect of the game is available to them in all formats and he comes hungry to try and stake a claim for an Ashley spot Certainly. I mean, I mean, you mentioned the blog blog a minute ago that we've got this idea of the fact that we reward points for, for runs and, and bowling. So 20, 20 points for a wicket and, and 10 points for, for a catch in the field. But the runs clearly are where 
Maxwell is picking up a majority of, of his runs, but he's, uh, of his points, sorry. But he's also getting a fair few wickets. I'm not, I'm not too sure how, how much Lancashire will, will turn to his rather rather strange bowling action in, in the, the county championship. But they may look to him in, in the um, in the one-day stuff. But he's, he's absolutely fields ahead of, of everyone around him. And he is in incredible form and is, is looking increasingly hard to ignore. And this is from someone who, six months ago, had question marks over him for the Australian One Day International team and has, has very much cemented his place for the World Cup for for the One Day. And, and then I suppose he dares to dream to be in that Ashes setup. The thing about Glenn Maxwell, from, from my perspective, is that he, he's capable, as everybody knows, of being incredible. He's one of the world's best when he's when he's 100%. He's incredible mm. to watch. Kind of criticism with him, really, is his consistency, I guess. He's kind of goes through, has one fantastic innings and then disappears for a bit and then comes back and has another fantastic innings. But from what you're saying, he's stringing it together now. Yeah, I mean, it, you just need to have a look over the last few innings alone. I mean, I know Pakistan are also talking about variability. They're a team that can be quite variable at times. But to go and play in home conditions for Pakistan, although it's not their home, and score back-to-back 50s, 70, 98, 71, off the back of that, to, to score so regularly against against India. And what, what has really impressed me is his strike rate. His strike rate is absolutely phenomenal. So even when he only chips in with, with say, kind of a score above 30, but, but not yet 50, he's doing it in, in a handful of balls, and he can be dramatically changing, changing in innings. Australia toyed with moving him up the order a little bit didn't really quite have the effect that they wanted it to but to have a player that certainly when you've got Finch opening Kawaja opening you have that player coming in with 15 overs in the game and completely dominating them can sink teams and I found that when his his strike rate is high irregardless of, of how many he scores almost, it can have a drastic impact on the game and that's something that Lancashire is going to really want to, to cash in on I think I was going to say, you'd, you'd imagine that uh, Lancashire, first half of the season, Maxwell looking to prove himself to the Australian selectors, going along at a rate of knots as well. against Division 2 attacks with Lancashire trying to get back into the uh, top two of the championship. It's uh, a recipe for success, surely. You'd imagine so. I mean, I, 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 I would never speak ill of any of the county championship teams, but I think it's not a stretch of the imagination to imagine that Pakistan and India were, were offering slightly more challenging Bowlers than than maybe some of the teams down in down in Division Two. I won't name well, any that's, names. That's uh, a controversial statement. <laughs> yes, yes. He's certainly going to know Mohammed Abbas quite well when he turns yeah. out for Leicester after having faced him in the in the one day games. But I mean, he's he's he is like as you say a, a world class talent, riding very high at the moment, and and he will be. You would imagine even only playing half the half the games, somebody that's going to be ranking very high on the total runs scored for the for the whole season. Joe Burns as well coming to Old Trafford. He's also in your list. Yeah, I mean he's 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 a lot further down. He did he did very well earlier on in the season. He's now kind of dropped away. He's in the bottom third. He's he's a player unlike um unlike Maxwell who doesn't really convert very well into the other the other forms of the game. So whereas Glenn Maxwell did pick up a few points in the in the BBL before he went up and joined with Australia, Joe Burns doesn't do quite as well in 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 T twenty cricket necessarily. But in the in the longer form of the game he did very, very well on his recall. Lots of people were clamouring for his recall after his form for Queensland in in, in the Sheffield Shield. And and I would say that he's going to be a formidable figure to face it's certainly in the county championship maybe not so much in the, in the shorter forms but still will be a, a very fearsome batsman to come up against if you're a cricket australia selector would you pick maxwell in the ashes test team i mean he's, he's making it very very difficult to not pick him um it's a you know, unenviable position to be a, a cricket australia selector at this moment in time especially when you go back six or eight months and everyone was talking about Australia being in the doldrums and 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 they're not being a, a particularly solid team at all they've now got an embarrassment of riches you have Smith and Warner Warner doing some incredible stuff in in the um, IPL still not as good as Johnny Bairstow though is he no no but but who is <laughs> at, the, at this moment in time but um we've got this situation where there was too many people almost to pick and and Maxwell and as I said before Finch who had question marks over his position Kawaja who has had position uh, question marks 
before Smith and Warner's ban are making themselves indestructible, making themselves indestructible with regards to their selection. And it's it's going to be very, very tricky. I do not envy Cricket Australia to try and pick bats, well, two opening batsmen and a top order from such a strong array of, of batsmen. You could argue that if, uh, you know, at the, the moment the Ashes series seem to be going to the towards the home sides, very difficult to win a, win away these days in Test match cricket. You need that X factor. You need that something different to give you self a chance, don't you? The edge. Mm, yeah. Maxwell could be that edge. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since he's turned out for for the Test side, but you're starting to feel that that it's it's that it's his time, and um, he he could stand up and and be one of those standout performers that that seals a, a, an Ashes victory potentially. I don't want him to, but it, it might be one of the ways, ways that these things go. Well, Lancashire supporters, you'll be very pleased with what Simon said there. You're getting a player in tremendous form as he arrives at Old Trafford for the County Championship and the Royal London One Day Cup at the start of the season. Simon Peel, thank you very much for joining me again. No worries at all. It's that Badger style. Thanks to Simon for his time. As I say, we'll get him back in the summer when we have a fans forum on the Cricket Budget Radio Show podcast. But next up, from Old Trafford, I sat down with Stephen Croft. 15 years, a lanky, going strong. He's done plenty this winter, putting in the hard yards. And I hope that 2019 might bring more runs and more wickets and more trophies. Stephen Croft, really good to see you. How are you looking forward to the season ahead? Yeah, really looking forward to it. Personally, going to my 15th professional season. Uh, yeah, still still hungry as ever and, and keen as ever. One club man as well. There's not many of them about. Is yeah, the way the, the world is these days with all these T20 franchises, people seem to flit about everywhere. Yeah, it's something something I'm proud of. I celebrated a testimony here last year, and yeah, looking back at over a, over a few achievements, and yeah, it's funny how time flies. But yeah, sort of proud of sort of been one club, and uh, hopefully a few more years to come. Yeah, I've been interested. I've been listening to your other interviews. And I've been interested by uh, one of your answers about what you've been doing post-Christmas in terms of A-building of air miles, but you've had trips to army barracks and all sorts of different strange things going on. Yeah, we had uh, trips to Litchfield uh, with the army, and it was, a, it was a, an eye-open experience, really. We did all sorts of tasks and uh, a stretch run at the end of it, which was very brutal. But, uh, yeah, it, it brought the, the squad together with a few new faces. Uh, it was a great experience, and then we, we returned the favour after Christmas, and they came down here, and we got our own back. And you fired 100-mile-an-hour cricket balls, Alan. <laughs> yeah, we did, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tennis balls but uh, yeah it was, it was great to see how they operate and then vice versa for, for us as well no fatalities on either side uh, there was one on their side but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that quiet <laughs> well, what do you I mean that, that is team bonding and stuff but what do you actually do you get to an army barracks and basically do their assault courses and do all their, their regimes here? yeah and, and even just, just being being at the barracks and, and seeing the, the discipline that they have uh, obviously just, just walking around and, and no hands in pockets no sort of hats indoors or stuff like yeah. that it's, it's quite regimented but they, they do it for a reason and that's and showing you cricket boots and everything. Yeah, I don't think we can get our, our boots <laughs> as shiny as theirs. But uh, it was a great experience, and, and, and we'll, we'll take some stuff what we learnt away from that. And if war had broken out while you've been there, would you actually have been technically an army soldier and you'd been you'd have been gone? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd have, me and Jones would probably actually like, like that sort of stuff. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a great experience. And yeah, like I say, you've been uh, building up your air miles as well. You've been to some quite nice places in the last couple of months. Yeah, we've been spoiled really. We've, we've had uh, obviously the, the trip to, to Dubai, our pre-season tour, the whole squad went on and we've had a couple of trips to Spain to Desert Springs which is a really good exercise and uh, a trip to Mumbai as well for 10 days sort of half pros in academy and yeah the great experiences really uh, most clubs st- or some clubs don't even go on pre-season so we've been we've been spoilt really and uh, it's great preparation for the season and sort of to get outdoors before the, before actual pre-season tour was, was, was a massive help uh, for someone like myself and then once pre-season tour came we sort of hit the ground running and got sort of hours under our belt before the season starts over really like today it's a bit of a rainy day and sometimes you can't always expect to be outdoors in England so uh, it, it, it was a great exercise really the last, the last two months. And was the, you say you've been to India and Mumbai, Is that was that a spin clinic or was that just a general cricket clinic? Uh, yeah, mainly spin, uh, we had a couple of 50 over games out there as well uh, but yeah, to, to bat four or five hours in the nets and get bowled up by spinners and we had some, some good coaches as well working with us, uh, so it was, a, it was a really good experience really and, and, and something, uh, something, something like my 
age you, you just keep learning and, and you have to really to keep up with the game and uh, yeah to, to get some game time out there was great as well I'm rubbish at remembering things and if I'd been taught something in February by the time we got around to April I'd have forgotten it do you have to keep kind of revisiting what you've learned over the winter yeah you, you do yeah, you, you have things that you usually go through your mind especially as a batter whether it be a routine or something or something you drill in your practice to then sort of it come natural in their game so yeah you sort of have to remind yourself sometimes here and there especially it could go one way if, if, if you're doing really well you tend not to think about much but if you have a, if you're a bit unlucky or you're in a bit of a slum you sometimes you overthink things so it's a, it's a fine line really yeah. you can overthink it completely can't you I've, I've seen players in the past at quite close quarters where they've just been so desperate they've considered almost anything to try and turn their form around and it, at the end of the day it's quite a simple game isn't it yeah it is and yeah sometimes you can go through a bad bit of luck or sometimes the decisions don't go your way and yeah you see all sorts of people change the bats the grips and try all sorts of stuff but uh, yeah it, it's it's a it's a massive mental game most people know that it's sometimes it's, it's out of your hands and sometimes everything seems to go your way and you can't not score runs uh, I've not not had many times like that <laughs> but, uh, but yeah it, it's, 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 a, it's a massive mental game it's the next couple of months to come isn't it yeah yeah hopefully it swings my way and the, and the team's way but uh, but yeah it's, it's, it's a funny old game I think that's why so many people are in love with it 15 years at Lancashire I mean I always think this, this time of year everybody's got a full of hope aren't they anything's possible you can, you're starting on door wickets and runs the team can do anything everything's achievable do you still get that same kind of buzz yeah massively it's sort of what, what keeps me going really and yeah the, the, the ground's changed a lot really and, and the team over the last last sort of 15 years but uh, yeah still hungry as ever and I think that's that's what every sort of senior player keeps them going really it's, it's that motivation to, to do to do well personally and as, as a team I'd like to win some stuff as a team hopefully some more trophies before I retire and uh, yeah it'd be, be great to tell tell my, my children about what I got up to <laughs> <laughs> would, would you encourage them to go into cricket this is just a complete tangent but you know your, your kids would you like to see them go into something like this yeah not necessarily cricket or just whatever anything sports really obviously cricket's provided me with a, a great time over the last sort of even 20 years really travelling the world and, and, and generally playing when it when it's warm uh, but yeah sport in general I, I, I love sport and I just got one daughter at the minute and yeah she, she's alright at, at, at throwing and catching at the minute she's not, not, not too good on batting so uh, at the minute she's probably a bit more of a bowler than that It's a d- decent time to be born if you're a girl that likes cricket isn't it I mean we've we got the Lancashire ladies team here today uh, women's cricket is taking off as much as the men's these days Yeah it is massively and they're a, a great a skillful bunch just watching them that's it's really developed even although the, the new to the professional game almost you, you, you watch the skills and the, the skills are, 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 are really really good uh, I've been down at Loughborough a few times this year on my level 4 and, and watched them train and put in just as, just as much effort as the men and the, the skills are just as high really and it's, it's it's a good game to watch Every time you answer something you bring something else into my mind you mentioned level 4 there so you're obviously thinking further down the line Yeah it's something since I did the sort of captaincy stuff and leadership stuff uh, I've, I've really got into and yeah in my first year of, of, of the course and yeah really, really looking forward to it and hopefully stay involved in the game it's, it's given me a lot over my career and uh, sort of been through the, the new issue that was the first recruit from the, the Lancashire Cricket Academy so sort of been been through each sort of rank really and yeah it would be, be great to give, give something back in the future Just for people listening to this people throw around the level 3 level 4 kind of qualifications in a nutshell simply what is level 4 what do you have to do to actually get through this Classes are sort of an elite course so I think the, the hard bit is, is getting on it really I think uh, I went through the interview process and uh, uh, had to do a presentation not done many of those in, in, in in my career or life really so it was uh, a little, something a little bit foreign to me but uh, but yeah it, it sort of changed a lot I'm on the first cohort where it's changed a little bit so I think it used to be quite sort of paperwork heavy and an assignments but uh, now it, there's, still, there's still some of that stuff in there but uh, yeah you, you choose sort of which sort of avenue you want to go down whether it be a, a development coach or a sort of leadership and then you, you pick your areas what you want to do out of sort of batting, fast bowling, spin fielding or, or keeping so you pick two of them as well so it's a, a bit more capable for you and, and looking at the, the actual coaching side of it more, more than the assignment stuff so uh, yeah something I've, I've really got stuck into and, and really enjoyed so far I've, I've seen people do it in the past and they brought out these papers and it's, I think it was one of them was biochemistry and all the biomechanics of physical movement it's, it gets quite complicated doesn't it yeah I think this still touches on that and it's good to, to, to know a, a bit about it And uh, but there's almost we do obviously like psychology and strength and conditioning so stuff at, at county you, you have got your experts as well as like 
like it's like I say, it's good to have a, a brief knowledge over it, but then I think it's, it's good to almost leave to the experts at times. And yeah, it's um, I've learned a lot on it, and it's hopefully helped my, helped my game as well, my own personal game to sort of keep keep testing myself. And uh, and it's like anything sort of outside cricket, it puts your mind at ease to, to know that it's, there's something else out there other than playing cricket. Just before I let you go, if that's all right, a couple of questions from the usual podcast, the Cricket Badger Quick Questions. If you could live any one day of your career over again to celebrate that success again, which one would you pick? Probably Taunton, uh, 11th of September 2011, uh, when we won the championship. Yeah, it was a... What, what time was it? It was about quarter past four, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just that whole season yeah. was, it was a great season. We're obviously underdogs going into the season. And yeah, that last day, we still didn't even know we were going to win the championship. It was all it was all down to Hampshire if they got a draw against Warwickshire. And we won. Uh, obviously, we'd, we'd have won, but we, we thought it was just too, too much of a feat. And I think it was Carberry and I think Mackenzie who batted all day. So, uh, yeah, we owed them a few pints. But yeah, it was a tremendous day. And, and, and what went after it was, was brilliant as well. Obviously, it had been 77 years since we'd won the championship. And the celebrations were, were very, <laughs> very good. You still get over them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just about finished. <laughs> I remember I was at Egbeth um, for the Yorkshire game, and that was a fantastic finish to that game. There's uh, real quality from both sides. Yeah, sort of the whole year we played in some some thrilling games, and uh, most of them are out grounds as well, which helped obviously get a result. But yeah, there's so many tight games that uh, went our way, or, or, or we out, just outplayed the opposition. Which you need, I think, you do need a little bit of luck in, in, to, to win a championship, whether it be a toss or a bit, little bit of weather here and there. But ultimately, you do have to play the better cricket than the opposition. Well, hopefully, when it comes to September, you'll be celebrating promotion this time. That's the aim, I guess. Yeah, it is. And uh, although three teams go up this year, we, hopefully it will be one of we'll be one of those three teams. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully finish on the top of those three. We've got a, a great side on paper, and we know that doesn't mean much unless you, you, you apply it on the field. So yeah, we've got a great a blend of youth and experience in the squad, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll, we'll be up there by the end of it. Possibly your final question then of Media Day 2019. If I was to put you in charge of World Cricket for one day and you could change one thing, what would you do? Apart from have longer, longer lunches and teas. Uh, <laughs> that has been proposed before. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I think cricket's in a, in a pretty good good state at the minute, and yeah, pro- probably not much really. I think that T20 is in uh, a really good good period. It's obviously got a lot of these these tournaments coming around and everyone's excited for this 100 ball comp so it, yeah I think it, initially when, when, it, when it was first banned I don't think there was many fans yeah. but I think people said the same when T20 first came around and, and what well, that's done so yeah, I, 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 can, I can remember going to Headingley for the first year of the T20 and I went along like everybody else not really knowing what to expect probably about 300 people in the ground the players were having a laugh and it was it was quite good fun but it's soon caught on and if the 100 is the same thing you never know do you? No yeah and I think the crowds would be better earlier on and we had a bit of game down here in Shropshire uh, last season I think it was ended up being a 16 over 14 or 16 over game and it was uh, I unfortunately wasn't playing that game but I was a 12th man and just to watch it was was a great spectacle and hopefully the 100 emulates that and I'm sure it will and, and, and hopefully get those those new influx of fans through the door getting paid even more to do even less that's the life of a cricketer these days isn't it <laughs> yeah there's obviously there's some, some more money coming into the game as well and I think the odd meeting with the PCA and it's going to be used wisely as well um, uh, yeah, I think cricketers have, 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 a, have a good have a good life, but obviously it's still behind some sports. And uh, but yeah, it, it, it's catching up, and, and it's 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 a it's a great game. You mean to tell me you're not on three hundred and fifty thousand pound a week? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe by the time I interview you this time next year. All the best for the season ahead. Thank you very much. It's that Badger style. Thanks to Crofty. Wish him well for the season ahead. And we finished this week's Cricket Budget Radio Show podcast with a sit-down chat with Keaton Jennings, the England opening batsman, Lancashire top-order player. Spoke to him a year ago about playing cricket under the microscope for England. Well, he was doing it very soon after that, and he's hoping to stack up some runs for Lancashire to stick his name in the frame for an Ashes test spot. Keaton Jennings, good to see you. Um, back here, last time I saw you was in Barbados. We were just having a bit of a muse about our favourite places in the world. I thought, well, let's have this on, on tape and record it for posterity. I said that Barbados was pretty much up there for me. I did like Cape Town, it has to be said. But where, where would you, where would be your choice for a cricket tour? Uh, look, I mean, the places we've gone this winter, I mean, St. Lucia was fantastic. Um, maybe a slightly different view with um, the England uh, monsieur, um, Seth. Uh, he, his family's there, so he took us around to, to some really okay. interesting places. Um, so St. Lucia 
which was was fantastic. I mean, Antigua and Barbados are amazing places, uh, but Gaul was was right up there for me as a, as a place. I mean, the the, the Sri Lankan people were absolutely fantastic, um, and and just the whole place, the old Dutch fort, the history behind it, um, the tsunami, and everything. I suppose that that Gaul brings was was just something absolutely amazing and fantastic to to see. That's interesting. I've never been to Sri Lanka, but I was listening to the, the talk sport commentary over the winter, and they were absolutely going on about the fact that you know the fort and all the things around it. It sounded like a fantastic place. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's it's got a I suppose an art ground feel with being an, an international sort of standard ground. Uh, it, it's it's an amazing place. That old fort is is I suppose, suppose riddled with history all the way up. You you can see place or you you, you remember pictures of yeah. um, the sort of devastation there, and to to go back and see how they've rebuilt and I suppose just cracked on. And I think the Sri Lankans are, are probably just those type of people that crack on with a smile on their face and just just try and get things done. Last time I spoke to you was about a year ago. As I say, we were in Barbados and we talked about England and the, your trials and tribulations the first time around. I don't think probably either of us thought at the time that you'd be back in that England setup very, very quickly after that conversation. How did you find that? Yeah, look, uh, I suppose very interesting. Um, I think it was only a couple of months uh, sort of in between um, the, the sort of two stints, which was which was interesting, um, but but absolutely fantastic. I mean, going and playing that, that Leeds test against Pakistan was, was amazing. Um, to win by, by an innings, um, get the game done, I think it was in three days, was, yeah. was absolutely awesome. So, look, I mean, any, any opportunity you, you, you get to pull in an England shirt is something to be relished and something to be um, very proud of so uh, I've had some amazing experiences I'd love to add to them I mean one uh, seeing Woody um, after the I suppose couple of years he's had um, was one of my best mates run in and bowl was a match changing spell for England um, was, was was awesome um, I mean he, he put, put his arm around me in, in Barbados and, and we just said we'd love to play a test match together um, so look to, to get that chance and, and get that feeling with one of your best mates was awesome I, I'm not but I not thought about that but obviously the Durham connection wasn't it it's, it's a team game isn't it and you, you celebrate each other's success hugely look and I think that's that's probably one thing that, that, that the guys within the England squad do very well um, everybody knows the pressure that the guys play under um, and guys back each other immensely guys love um, other guys doing well because there's there's no bad people within that change room guys guys love it um, guys come back get hundreds guys put in match winning spells even if it's only for a wicket or two wickets um, guys love each other doing well because they know that it's it's for, for England and for for your country and you're trying to win a test match so look it's a fantastic environment to be a part of um, we've got some uh, lovely people some interesting characters um, and, and, and just some blokes that, that you love spending time with we talked uh, last year about playing for England under the microscope and the, you know, the pressures that that brings it doesn't change the second time around I guess you know this winter was, was exactly the same for you is that shirt still yours or you know, when, when the first test match of this summer comes around do you expect to be in that side look I think at the end of the day there's so much time between now and, and that first test match that, that nothing a certainty. Um, I suppose it's a question you're going to have to ask the selectors. Um, but I suppose from my point of view, it's I need to score a, a weight of runs that would allow me to to throw my name in the hat um, as an opening batter. Um, you want to score runs, you want to score big runs, and you, you want to get big big hundreds. Um, so look, it'll be an exciting um, start of the year for a lot of people, uh, for a lot of teams, um, especially at Langs. I mean, we, we're trying to push for I suppose Division One status again. Um, so look, it'll be be a really interesting year. I suppose that's good because you can you can obviously stake your claim, but it allows other people to do. That. And that's the beauty of this summer, isn't it? 100%. Look, and I think this, this summer as well brings its own excitement. It's, um, it brings an excitement around a World Cup, um, around a, an, an amazing one-day team, around an Ashes series, um, some fantastic Test cricket. So, look, it'll be it'll be an amazing summer from an English point of view. And hopefully, a lot of guys can really stick their hands up and, and really put in performances for England that they will win us these games and these these trophies and, and 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 these Test matches. If you could live any day of your life again in cricket and celebrate that day again feel the joy which one would you pick oh jeez uh, there's probably a couple um, I, I said one <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll let you have a take ok let me have two um, I suppose that that feeling of being presented your, your England cap and knowing that you walk out and represent your country uh, in a place like Mumbai in India where passion is so good I would be right up there um, and then uh, for me beating South Africa at Lords was, was right up there with, with one of the best feelings um, I think it was 20 odd years since England had beaten South Africa at Lords. Um, so to, to be a part of that test match and take the winning catch was I suppose a feeling that um, that, that I, I can't describe Does it say something about you that both of those instances weren't really kind of personal glory obviously getting your cap 
was a was an honour, but not raising your batting up for a hundred. You chose sort of team team things there. Yeah, look, I, I suppose maybe maybe at times it's been to my detriment as well. But I'm I'm a very team orientated guy. I'm a very um, uh, I suppose at times I probably focus on other people instead of myself and trying to um, I suppose drive the team in the right direction. That's why I suppose it, it hurts me so much when I don't perform because I do care so much about the team environment. I care about every team that I'm a part of. Um, I care about the the culture and the vibe within that team um, and and my teammates. So look, it's it's you, 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 I don't think you remember the the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 100s that, that you've scored. I think you, well, I'm told when you when you finish your career, you remember the the moments, you remember the um, I suppose uh, memories that you have with your teammates, watching Woody run in and bowl absolute lightning, um, seeing Stokes take a one hand absolute screamer in the last over of the day at Old Trafford. Um, I mean, little things like that, watching Joss get 80 odd, uh, watching Cookie get 150 in his his last game. I mean, it's those moments that that you really remember being a part of that change room um, the celebrations afterwards the the hurt you feel when you lose when you see one of your mates get slated on the news seeing his hurt it's those moments that, that you really remember as a teammate and trying to be there for, for your mates it's funny you should say because I think Andrew Gale said exactly the same over the winter when I interviewed the Yorkshire coach He's, he said yeah, a year 18 months after he'd retired he started to realise that it wasn't his average that he was remembered for it was how he'd played and what he'd contributed to the side 100% look I mean people I suppose cricket info is always going to be there was, uh, you're always going to I suppose get pulled up on your stats um, I don't think stats say the whole story they do tell a story but I don't think they tell the yeah. whole story because I think at times you make grit out of 30 or 40 in a tough summer and that actually makes a match winning contribution um, just at that time within that moment but I, I think Bunny actually said Graham Onion said it the other day you, you would love to be remembered that guy that tried his, his, his knackers off and he was just remembered as being tough and, and wanting to, to win and perform um, and I think if you ask a lot of guys that's, that's the way they want to be remembered they want to be remembered as a team man that just stuck their hand up and things got tough and, and really sort of try to put in those performances final question for you today probably the final question of media day for you for another year if I put you Keaton Jennings in charge of world cricket for a day and you could change any one thing about the uh, the sport what would you get, What would you go for if, if I'm completely honest without sounding like a complete nuffy um, I think we have a fantastic product in cricket um, I think w- when I look at the way cricket has gone um, the excitement around test cricket uh, we haven't played at any dull venues uh, we haven't played in any games that haven't been exciting I mean even games where we've been rolled or it's still been exciting test matches so uh, from my point of view I think the game's in a great place um, and I think we, yes you need to add to, to a good product um, but I, I think we shouldn't sort of deter a good product I think there's elements of each sphere of cricket that is fantastic the toughness of, of test cricket the length of time that it takes um, one day cricket the skill of it we played in a T10 game the other day and uh, I mean I've never experienced when you hit a four that guys are actually disappointed um, and, uh, you, you just feel a sort of deflation within yeah. the squad um, so again I've, I've commentated on T20 games and they fly by when you're commentating on them T10 must just disappear no you blink to be fair half the time you're collecting the ball out the, sta- out the ground anyway so it takes probably a little bit more time um, but no look it's, it's, it's a skill and it's a skill to be able to clear the ropes consistently and so everything has their own skills and I think we've got a fantastic product within cricket enjoy the summer ahead hopefully it stops raining here in Manchester and uh, you get that England shirt cheers thank you very much mate it's that Badger style thanks to Keaton thanks to Stephen Croft Graham Onions Richard Gleeson and Simon Peel this week hope you've enjoyed the show Lancashire special but plenty of cricket chat as well for people who aren't necessarily Lancashire fans please subscribe please add your comments positive I hope on the Cricket Badger Radio Show podcast on whatever platform you listen on it's on pretty much every single podcast platform and hopefully you can join me again next week when I'm going to be talking to Kent's opening batsman Daniel Bell Drummond the county championship is just about to start so enjoy your cricket badges it's that badger style sports social podcast network Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office More than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.